Christian Wood finally signs his deal, signing a two-year vet minimum contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to talk about why this deal makes sense for both sides. We're also going to talk about recent things around James Harden that he and his pouting could have gotten him off an all-star game and why the Philadelphia 76ers are destined to have a rough season. We're talking about all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central, your number one spot for everything basketball and NBA-related. I'm the host, Terry Hayes, holding it down for the team. You guys can follow the channel at NBA Central Show on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's get into the content for today. And Christian Wood, even though I know I'm a, I'm a few days behind on Sue Me. I was trying to get this video out yesterday, and things happen, life happened, it is what it is, right? But with that said, Christian Wood... Uh, signs a two-year veteran minimum contract with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it had been rumored that Christian Wood, you know, kind of expected that he was going to end up signing a vet minimum contract. Some people thought he could be waiting for that Miami Heat situation and if Dame does get traded there. And if the Miami Heat had a bunch of roster spots that they then needed to fill, that he could have went there and helped contribute to maybe a title run or anything like that. He goes to now a situation with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers that uh, he's familiar with with uh, co- Coach uh, Darvin Ham, who was the assistant of the Milwaukee Bucks when he played there uh, during the 2018 and 19 season. And then with Anthony Davis, which he, when he was on the New Orleans Pelicans, he has some familiarity there as well. So now bringing in Christian Wood and why this makes sense, I feel like for both sides, right? When you look at the Lakers, the Lakers have had a pretty good stretch recently of signing players to vet minimum uh, contracts that then go out and sign larger deal deals with other teams. Malik Monk is one that comes to mind recently, right? And so for Christian Wood to look at that, you come in, you get to play with AD, you get to play with LeBron, a player like Gabe Vincent playing pick and pop with them, you know, that could absolutely work in the favor as well for Christian Wood. And so it makes sense for Christian Wood. And for the Lakers, they now have 14 contracts with a couple of two-way contracts that with rookies that are on those two-way deals. And they have been looking to, 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 to solidify that roster as best they can and add depth to a team that did not come into the offseason with a hell of a lot of of cap space or really cap flexibility to do much in. So they they benefit now from a player that, while flawed, let be, let's be clear here, Christian Wood is a very flawed player, and most of the teams that he goes to, he ends up seemingly kind of working himself out the rotation the last couple of teams he's been on, but this is a guy that can outright score the ball, right? And because of how it may work out for the Los Angeles Lakers for the rest of that roster, right? You can have Jared Vanderbilt out there with them to kind of offset some of that. They have defenders on that roster that they could use to kind of offset some of what what Christian Wood lacks. And so in doing that, it kind of, in a way, makes sense, right? It makes sense for the Lakers. Christian Wood gets to come in and do what he does best, and that score and rebound the ball. Last year, 16.5 points per game, 7 rebounds per game, 2 assists per game, but he did that and still shooting a decent 51% from the field and 37% from three-point range. So that pick-and-pop ability that he's going to have with the Los Angeles Lakers, it fits, right? It makes sense. And so, you know, uh, Christian Wood already saying that he's he's always wanted to dreamt of being a Laker and things like that. Like, of course, he says the typical things that people are going to say after signing with the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, saying this, I always wanted to be a Laker. I know we can win a championship. Uh, communication with a coach is big. Coach Ham and I go back to our Milwaukee days, and we've had great conversations every day about this opportunity. He believes in me and I told and told me, I'll be playing a big role and knows what I can do. And so the role for Christian Wood, I guess, is maybe the biggest question there is how he's going to fit in. Now, 
again, him and Anthony Davis, how much are you going to be able to play them together? We know that Anthony Davis can be a solid defender when healthy, right? But you also look at the fact that they're going to have Gabe Vincent there. They're going to have Rohachamore there, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, right? Jackson Hayes. They're going to have other players that can help offset some of that defensive liability of Christian Wood and that just can allow Wood to be the best version of himself. So, you know, how how this pays off and, and plays off in the long run, we'll end up seeing how, how it does. But the Lakers, as I said, they've done a really good job at, at kind of building out that roster and adding to it on the fly. And I don't really like to give the Lakers praise. I'm not a Lakers fan by any stretch of the imagination. So, but you have to acknowledge what they've been able to do, and they've done it at a pretty damn good level. And so we'll see how how it works for Christian Wood. He does have a player option in that second year, so this could just be a one-year deal for Christian Wood. If he plays well, rehab his value, uh, opt out, get back into the free agent market, and then maybe sign a larger deal, like I said, which the Lakers have had a recent history of signing players to vet minimums that play pretty well and go out and get bigger deals. So I'm sure Christian Wood and his agent are hoping that's going to be the case as well for Christian Wood. Now, before we go, got another topic that I want to talk to you guys about, and this is the latest in the just just the James Harden saga, I guess, or, or so to say. So it came out uh, early late last week that uh, James Harden may have missed out on an opportunity to be a uh, all-star last year to be named as a replacement because of pouty, right, which is the craziest thing to hear is that um, uh, 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 but that Adam, Adam Silver's initial request to name him as an all-star because the Sixer star was pouting, um, according to the report, Harden finally accepted the invite after days went by, but it was too late. So Adam Silver wanted to name James Harden as a replacement. Uh, it seems like he, you know, he's come out and said that this isn't true and things like that. So I want to do a good job of pointing that out. But let me be clear here. And I want to say this and be realistic, but also give my opinion at the same time is that James Harden is the biggest damn prima donna in all of basketball right now. And this is passing KD, right? I've always looked at KD as a prima donna as well. But while James Harden can absolutely still get it done on the court, especially in the regular season, the, the just the whole thing with James Harden every year and a half of it being drama around where he is and him wanting out and things like that, like I know that the, the Philadelphia 76ers recently, it's even been saying that, um, that they want to still try to figure out a way to make it work. But I think James Harden needs to understand that this, his career is on the line. His career is on the line, right? And it's, it's, I don't mean to say that lightly. Like, James Harden is at the same place that Carmelo Anthony was at one point in his career, and that is he could potentially be blackballed, not because he doesn't have skills still, right, because he can. He can still score the ball. He can still facilitate. He can still play a big role for teams. But it's just the headache around James Harden. And the fact is is that you still shrink in playoff moments. Now, yeah, you have big seasons right during the regular season and he he sacrificed a lot and changed his role with the Philadelphia 76ers but the fact of the matter is this James Harden that when it keeps being something every single year with you in different scenarios different systems different players different organizations at some point it's going to become that it's just you right and while the Philadelphia 76ers are hoping that this can be rehabbed and they don't have to move him and you know uh, Daryl Morey because of the trade value right now will be absolutely dog shit wants to try to salvage this, this not only can torpedo James Harden's career, but also the Philadelphia 76ers season, which then you have to start asking yourself, what does that mean for the longevity of Joel Embiid? Reportedly has not asked for a trade or anything as of yet. Joel Embiid really ingratiated to that Philadelphia uh, city and things like that. But you have to ask yourself, like, watching the calamity that this has turned into, watching the foolishness of every how everything's devolved basically since bringing in Jimmy Butler. 
right? Since they brought in Jimmy Butler, it's just been a slope. It's had some highs since then, too. They've still won a lot of games. They still look like one of the best teams in the East. I don't want to overlook that. But really, since they traded for Jimmy Butler and that thing started collapsing, it's just been a steady downfall since for the Philadelphia 76ers team, a team that should be going into their prime because their star player is in their prime. And so you have to start asking those questions and looking around. And while people are looking around at Giannis and his comments about, you know, he'll, he won't resign with the, with, with the Milwaukee Bucks unless they're in line as far as going for a championship. Joel Embiid at some point is going to, it may look at this team, and I want to say it for sure. I don't know Joel Embiid personally, but may look at this team eventually and say, what the fuck is going on here? And why, why do I still want to be associated with a organization that seems like they can't just get it done, right? And it's up to Joel Embiid to stay healthy and things like that, which he had one of his more healthy seasons last year. But, like, the, this whole situation is just foolish. And it's a bad look for the organization. It's a bad look for James Harden. It's just a bad look all around because they're associated with it and together. And so while this James Harden thing, I don't know if a conclusion comes to it as far as if he's moved by the season or not. We'll see. It's not like the, the Sixers could move him. They're just willing to take any deal to get him out of there. But we know Daryl Moore, he's going to want to get assets back, and he's going to want to try to keep the team as, as float as possible because you have Joel Embiid there that you need to keep happy. And while you've hit on some draft picks, Tyrese Maxey looks like one of the better players to come out of that draft, right? But you, you, your roster is not in the place right now where you have a, a lot of young people that you're looking at coming up and being able to run with Joel Embiid for years and the veterans that you have on the team and, and, and P.J. Tucker, James Harden, and others like and Tobias Harris still have questions. Now, Tobias Harris I actually like a lot as a player, so I don't want to shit on Tobias Harris at all. I like Tobias Harris. But the Philadelphia 76ers have to look at themselves, where they are in this situation, where they are with James Harden, and ask themselves, is it even fucking worth it? Right? Is it even worth it to deal with this headache that comes with James Harden being a part of your franchise? And I guess we'll see where that answer ends up going, but like, James Harden is really, really fighting for his career right now, whether he realizes it or not. Um, and the Philadelphia 76ers may be in for a calamitous season. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at NBA Central Show. I'm an NBA Central pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773 773- 270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything basketball related. And I'll see you guys the next time I feel like making a video. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break.